Who's Favored? Sports Talk with Clint Pitchford and Hunter McBride. All right, well, welcome into Who's Favored tonight. This is episode three of our podcast. I'm Clint Pitchford along with my co-host Hunter McBride. Tonight we're going to be breaking down the NFL draft. We're a couple days away from the NFL draft, Hunter, and I imagine this is going to be the, the big event that everybody's going to be tuned into their televisions to watch without any sports. And I would think uh, a lot of the attention is circling around the, the top draft picks, one of those mainly being Tua. And I've heard today that actually Justin Herbert is actually the favorite right now in Vegas to top him. What's your opinion of that? Uh, I'm not going to dive too deep into that because that's going to come up a little later um, in the segment when we choose our plays for the draft. And uh, no spoiler, but that's going to be one okay. of my plays. I'll, I'll let you know which way I'm going on that one. Okay. All right. We'll save the good stuff for later. Um, so we're going to get into the draft. We're going to dive into that. We're going to bring in our first guest to who's favored um one of our longtime degenerate friends that's going to come on the show and uh talk a little bit about his draft predictions and we'll get into our best bets for the draft if you're if you're draft if you're betting on that um my opinion would be to shop around in vegas and wherever you can get a bet in if whether it be an offshore book or a local guy if you need a local guy we, we probably know one for you um uh, but that would probably be my best opinion because right now with us not having any sports to bet on, Hunter, you can probably go anywhere you want on the internet right now and find a buttload of information because all these sports writers are begging to, to find something to write on and the draft is really it. So there's a ton of information out there. Yeah, there is. And I've, I've personally watched a couple mock drafts. I've personally read a couple articles on, you know, the cappers that I follow, what they like, um, and a ton of information. I mean, we got, what, two days till the draft, and, uh, and yeah, everybody's excited because it's the highlight of the summer right now with no sports. Um, this, is, this is it. This is, our, this is our rodeo. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah, we're recording this on a Tuesday night. We're going to try to get it posted by Wednesday morning and give you guys some time to uh, – to uh, give it a listen, to have your idea for who's going to be drafted. And if you want to get in a few bets, you'll have time to do that. I heard today, though, it's kind of interesting. I heard that uh, Vegas actually is taking down some of the bets when they get within 24 hours of the draft, mainly the the bets that have a player's name involved, like, uh, you know, whether Tua Tungvaloa would be drafted over or under five and a half, you know, those kind of bets. Now, whether it be if it's a bet like, you know, how many Alabama players will be drafted? How many will be drafted? They were they were planning on leaving those up a lot longer until the actual draft. But a lot of sports books, when they get within a you know a certain mark, and some sports books said their mark was 24 hours. Um, I was actually surprised to hear that. But I know there's a lot of offshores that'll probably ride that out right up until uh, draft starts to get as much action because a lot of these sports books are begging for action right now. Why do you think they pull them down so fast? Uh, insider trading, or, or just you know, night before the draft rumors that? Yeah, what's I think I think a little bit of all that, um, and I, I don't know what you know the the legal concept of that was, but uh, the um, the head of uh, William Hill that uh, runs uh, one of the largest sports books in Vegas said that uh, that a lot of the players that involves their name if they were if it was a specific bet that involved their name specifically like Tua or you know whether 
Jerry Judy will go over under 11 and a half, whatever that bet is. They were going to pull those down earlier or not. So I thought that was interesting because I hadn't heard that one before. But uh, right. a number that did startle me, though, was, you know, and I knew that the sportsbooks would be hurting. Uh, the amount wagered in March of last year compared to this year, uh, this was in New Jersey, so not even Vegas. The amount wagered in New Jersey last year was 100 and – I'm sorry – Last year was three hundred and seventy-two million. That's what was bet in a New Jersey sports book last March. This March, nearly cut in half, one hundred and eighty-seven million. So that is a drastic difference. Yeah, no, uh, no March Madness, man. That's there you huge. go. There you go. Oh, huge. Um, yes, probably everywhere in Vegas is still shut down. Um, New Jersey is as well. So all these sports books are. Unless it's online, there's probably not a way to even place these wagers. Yeah, and, you know, I'm wondering when we do come back, you know, what will be that first sport that comes back? I, I would think it would be, you know, the NBA opening back up. We've heard rumors of, of the players possibly, you know, being quarantined in one area and just playing their games, you know, sort of out of one arena or in, or in, you know, just a couple of arenas to quarantine all the players. And we've heard baseball talk about doing that too. But um, I, I would imagine that would be, you know, pretty difficult to do, but it would at least give the fans something to watch. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, I think when it opens up, depending on, you know, a couple weeks, couple, a couple, hopefully not a couple months, but – um, I think you'll see baseball, basketball um, kind of open up at the same time. Uh, you know, baseball season, 162 games. Um, that is going to be crunched down when you take a whole month out of that. So I think baseball is going to try to get right into it as quick as possible to keep from having to have double headers and to still keep as many games going as possible. I've heard of the shortened seasons and stuff, but – it really just depends on when we think things are going to get back to normal to, to know what type of seasons we're going to be looking at. Right. One of the big things today in the news that broke uh, this afternoon was that uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have traded and made a trade, and now they have uh, got Gronkowski on the team to go along with Tom Brady. What's your opinion of that? <laughs> um. You know, I saw some some tweets about this a couple weeks ago. I thought it was a joke. Um, you know, it was when Brady announced that he was going to the Bucks. Uh, I saw a couple tweets. Okay, Gronk's going to the Bucks. Da, da, da. I thought it was all just Fugazi, a joke. Um, when that broke today, I was like, "Wow, that's uh, you know, uh, put him back in the ring." Tampa Bay's got a hell of an offense, and they just got stronger. So. Um, what does it do to, to DeGronk and his draft stock as far as for fantasy? Um, how do you not take him? I mean, he's the last we know of him, he's still Gronk. And, uh, you know, Tampa plays some pretty weak defenses. So, man, that's that's huge news for Tampa Bay and for Bucks fans. Oh, for sure. So I did a little uh, research when I, I heard that. You know, I, I was My immediate reaction was, you know, thinking this is going to be that team that Everybody is excited for when the season comes out and just kind of like Cleveland was last year, all this hype with all these players and probably a little bit of a different set because the Bucks are, are not nearly as bad off as Cleveland was when they were in their little rebuild segment last year. But um, sort of got to looking at what the uh, the projection totals were for 
uh, Tampa and the Patriots now that they don't have Tom there. So uh, the over-under in Vegas right now for the Bucks is nine, and the over-under win total for the Patriots kind of caught me off guard a little bit. I guess, you know, Tom is, you know, good for a couple games off of your – total for the season you know he is considered the goat but uh the patriots actually eight and a half hmm. that sounds about right uh, they seem a little low they don't have a quarterback so it right. really depends who they sign who they bring in uh you know they may be a sleeper to jump up and draft somebody um i'm not going to get into that yet because that's going to come in a later segment okay okay I got you. Well, uh, yeah, I, I was just surprised by that because, you know, uh, I would still think Belichick would be able to, with the talent that he's got, to round the troops up and get to, you know, over that eight and a half. That, that you're, anything under that, we're, we're looking at an eight and eight season for him. And, and you know, I, I can't see him falling off that far without Tom. But um, but maybe I'm wrong. I, I would I would lean to the, the over there, and, and I would probably be cautious about taking the over nine for the Bucks from that first season. They've got some offensive weapons, but – Let's not forget they were they were one of the best teams to bet the over last year because mainly because Jameis Winston was throwing all these interceptions. But um, you know they were they're putting up a lot of offensive numbers, but their defense was also known to give up a lot of explosive plays too. So they've got a lot of other holes to fill in as well. But um, yeah, I made I made a living last year betting on those Tampa overs. Holy cow! They were at one point in time I think seven in a row Tampa overs hit. Uh, right. So defense was was lackluster, and then you know, as bad as people want to talk and trash Jameis for his for his turnovers, they put up points. I mean, week in week out, he had he was a top, I think a top six fantasy quarterback in points. Um, so I mean, you can say what you want about him, but they did they did know how to score. Right, and and you normally see these uh these. NFL totals, you know, they're they're much different from the college games, but you'll see these NFL totals, the the two defensive grudge matches, you know, they'll they'll be in the 30s, you know, for a total. You'll see something around 38 and a half, something like that. But you'll see now some of these NFL teams, you know, the Rams and some others that are known, the Chiefs, the known, that are known to put up some points. It's not uncommon now where we're we're seeing some of these totals push, you know, right around the the 60 mark for an over under which, you know, probably five years ago was unheard of because a high over-under in the NFL five years ago was considered, you know, maybe around 50. And uh, and now we're seeing it, you know, very common, 55, 58, 61, um, some high 60 totals that uh, you used to not ever see five or six years ago. Right. And I think it's got a lot to do with just how the game's changing. Just like baseball, offense sells tickets, man. People like to come see the fireworks. So, um, it's part of the way that the game has changed, the the offensive schemes, the you know, the 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 game plans going in. They want to put up points and, and for fans that's fun to watch. All right. So for our next segment of the show, we're gonna start it off with our first guest on who's favored. But before we do that, I wanna tell you a little bit about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's one of the easiest ways to make a podcast. Let me explain it's free. There's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute that podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money during the podcast with no minimum listenership. So you can record a podcast just like we're doing tonight. Everything that you need, Anchor will provide it for you. Download the free Anchor app. 
go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm to get started. You think we need one more? You think we need one more? All right, we'll get one more. Tonight, our first guest on Who's Favored, a lifelong friend of mine and Hunter's. Um, he's just as a big of a degenerate. Um, Hunter, I'll tell you, if you ever have met a guy that can turn a dollar into 10000 or possibly 10000 back into a dollar, it's this guy, the one and only Mitchell Tank Aaron. How are you doing, Mitch? Hey, Clint. Uh, you know, it's great to be here, doing well. Um, you know, excited to be on uh, on the podcast with you guys. Welcome yeah, we, uh, we're, we're talking about doing a uh, – a little challenge coming up later on on the show tonight. And uh, I imagine for a degenerate, just like we are, uh, you're sitting at home kind of bored, waiting for something to bet on. So this is the first time we've actually got some action on something. Oh yeah. I've I've been looking forward to the draft uh, for three or four weeks now. Um, uh, I always watch the draft, but uh, probably going to be watching a little bit more closely than I ever have uh, coming up this year with with the COVID-19 sports situation going on. And uh, we were just talking earlier about uh, the big news about Gronkowski going to the Bucks. What uh, what was your reaction when you heard that today? You know, I was sitting at the office and uh, you know, I looked down at my phone and I see Gronk going to Tampa, and uh, I'm just like, wow. Uh, you're talking about going from uh, cellar dwellers to uh, you know, possibly uh, winners of the division uh, in Tampa Bay. And uh, I think Gronk, you know, he's 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 going to be in shape. Uh, I think he's been working out with the WWE. Uh, the guy is a uh, is a is a mismatch. You know, you get him on the field, uh, he's going to make things happen. So uh, watch out for Tampa. They'll probably yeah. have favorites, I would imagine, going into the year. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what their their odds are and how their draft goes. Yeah, that division just seems. Uh, you know, that division was already you know, kind of wide open going into this year. So that just probably gives them more of a chance to be a favorite in it. I agree. Um, All right. So we got the draft coming up. Um, You know, uh, we were talking earlier about one of the best things to do is shop around. There's so many lines out there, whether you're dealing with a uh, offshore book or you're dealing with um, one of the the books if you live in one of the states that you can bet in we're we're all here in alabama so you're either either know a local guy or you're dealing with an offshore book mainly but uh, there's a lot of interesting lines out there i'm going to run through about these and ask each one of you your opinion on some of these and then we'll get in dive into your opinion of what you think your best bet is and everything but um you know, we're hearing a lot of talk about how many quarterbacks are going to be taken in the first round. Obviously, Joe Burrow's unanimous number one, going to be taken off the board quick. But uh, the over-under set at three and a half for the first round. Hunter, I'll start with you. What do you think uh, for the over-under three and a half first round quarterbacks? Uh, I'm going under. I'm going under three. We're going we're gonna to cap out at there. Uh, I think uh, Burrow, Tua, and and – uh, her, how do you say his name? Hebert? Herbert? Uh, I think it was Her- Justin Herbert, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Just messing with you. Yeah, Justin Herbert, uh, I think he'll be the third quarterback off the board. So I'm going with three. I don't see another one of those guys uh, slipping into the first round. Uh, that's just fine where I'm at with it. All right. What do you say, you, Mitch? You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over. Um, I, 
Okay. I, I agree with, uh, you know, Herbert being the third. I think two is going to go uh, ahead of him. But um, just just have a feeling that, that Jordan Love is going to sneak in into the first round. Somebody's going to get antsy. It's a, it's a quarterback-driven league. And somebody's going to pull the trigger on what this guy could be, not what he is right now. Okay. Uh, next, we got the wide receivers. The over-under is at five and a half. This is uh, really floated around from. I've seen five out there. I've seen some sixes. So we're going to use five and a half as the number. A lot of sports books have that one. Um, I imagine that'll be something that, you know, there's there's not going to be a couple wide re- any wide receivers taking probably the first three or four picks. And then when there is one taken off, I imagine that'll create a run of wide receivers taken. So um, over-under five and a half. Mitchell, we'll start with you on that one. What do you think? I love the wide receiver class this year. I mean, absolutely love. There's probably anywhere from seven to eight guys that uh, could probably get a first-round grade. Um, but I think that it is a deep class. But they're, we're going to have to go under on this one. Under on this one. All right. Hunter, five and a half. Too many? Um, yeah, I'm staying under as well. Um you know, there's going to be there's going to be a lot of teams that need some weapons and the, that are going to reach for some wide receivers and some quarterbacks. But at the end of the day, they're going for the beef the beefcake. The the offensive defensive linemen, some cornerbacks uh, uh, are going to go in the first round. I just you know I'm going three quarterbacks, four wide receivers is, is what I'm saying for the skill guys there in the first round. Okay. Um... Two is draft position. This is probably going to be the one that sort of ESPN is going to be harping on. They've already talked about it nonstop now. They're needing material. You know, we've got all these NBA players playing video games that they're showing right now. So they're really desperate for some material. And two is giving them that material they need. Um, Two is draft position. You know, a lot of people thought he may be third. Some people still think he's going to be third. Um, Right now in Vegas, the over-under for his current draft position is five and a half. Uh, Hunter, we'll ask you that one first. What do you think about his draft position, the over-under being five and a half? Under. I think latest he falls would be to number five. Uh, But I'm going under. I think somebody's going to snag him in the top five or somebody's going to trade up to, to do the same to take him in the top five. I got you. What do you think, Mitch? You know, I agree uh, with Hunter on this one. I, uh, I'm i going to say he, he's drafted number five, you know, at Miami right now, um, barring somebody trading up um, to, to take him. But uh, I see him going number five. All right. Well, uh, that sort of uh, makes it interesting for what to do with uh, Justin Herbert now. His over-under is also at five and a half. Mitchell, do you think he's going to go before two on that one? No, I think he's going to go to the Chargers at six. Um, okay. It's just what I see. And, um, yeah, uh, that's, uh, I got Herbert at, at six on uh, Mitchell Tank Aaron's big board. I got you. What do you, uh, what do you have on your board, Hunter? I'm going over as well. I think he actually falls a little further than that. Um, I think he falls out of the top ten. It's actually one of, oh, my, wow. favorite, one of my favorite plays. Wow. Is uh, – Herbert uh, for five and a half. I think he slips a little further, and uh, you know, the Wonderlick score, man. He didn't score super high, um, and uh, just not a lot of, you know. No, was that was that him or Tua that didn't score high? Uh, Tua didn't score very high either. I think okay. he was at. Um, 
but from what I read, I think uh, Herbert's score was even lower than Tua's. So. Okay, and then correct me if I'm wrong, but that that Wonderlick score that that is more so measuring the the quarterback in reaction time, not so much their intelligence, right? Yes, you're correct. Okay. Um, yeah, that's interesting. You know that you think he might fall that uh, far. You know, there's a lot of uh, quarterbacks out there right now. You know, Cam Newton and some others that are that are looking. You know, for for homes that uh, you know can teams like the Chargers or Miami might be interested in trading for. Right. Yeah. And, and like I said, I just, I'm not sold on, on Justin, you know, I mean, he had a good career. He's, he's obviously athletic. A lot of people think that he's going to be the, the sleeper of this draft could be potentially better than Burrow. Just from what I've seen on tape, I wasn't super impressed of his combine. I, I just, I see him falling after five and a half and I love that bet. It's, it's one of my best of the, of the draft. All right. So we got uh, C.D. Lamb. A lot of people are thinking that it's either going to be him or Jerry Judy as the as the first one off the board. But uh, Lamb's draft position is twelve and a half. Hunter, where do you uh, you think he's going over under that twelve and a half mark? I'm going to go over with Lamb as well. Same theory. Um, I think a lot of offensive guys are going to slip a little bit to skill players. Um, uh, there's going to be some people that step up to to get these linemen. Uh, I think Lamb's probably a 13, 14, 15 guy. Uh, I think Judy's first wide receiver off the board. He may crack the top 10, um, but I'm, I'm going over for Lamb. All right. What about you, Mitchell? Yes, uh, definitely going over. Actually, I think he, he drops at number 13 to uh, who is it? The 49ers? That's where I have him I out on my right. board right now. Yeah. Uh, I see. Uh, the 49ers uh, just trying to get richer with the, um, you know, skill position players, and I, I think that's where he drops at right there. All right. We got Jerry Judy next. His uh, his draft position uh, projected by Vegas is over under 11 and a half. Mitchell, you think uh, he's going before uh, C.D. Lamb on the board? Put all of your money on this bet. Everything <laughs> that you have in savings, <laughs> cash out your 401K, this man is going under. We did tell under, you he was a degenerate. Post. Under. I'm telling you right now, and this is coming from an Auburn fan. I am putting my money on Judy on this one. And I believe the Raiders are at 12, so we know they're probably going to try to take somebody. But um, 11 and a half, you know, um, you know, Jacksonville could be looking for somebody possibly. Um, that I've seen that as a rumored out there, and they're they're at nine or ten, I believe, on the draft. Um, Hunter, what do you think? 11 and a half. I'm going to go under as well. I think worst case, he could fall to number 11. Um, but if there's going to be a receiver uh, go in the top 10, it's going to be Judy. Um, so I'm going going under. All right. Next, we got Ruggs at 13 and a half. Uh, Mitchell, what do you think? Uh, 13 and a half, uh, too high for Henry Ruggs? Where is he going? I like Ruggs' skill set, especially with the ball in his hands. Um, he can make plays. He's a, he's a big-time guy. Uh, and Alabama has a, a boatload of them this past year. My gut is telling me over 13 and a half, uh, but it very well could be could be under. I am I would not put much money on that. All right, but if you had to lean, you'd say the over. If I'm going to lean, I'm going to lean over. Uh, yes. Gotcha. All right. Well, 
I, I'm going to say that 401k that you just cashed out to put on Mitch's under, uh, go ahead and hold that and put it on the over for this. Um, Ruggs okay. is going to fall a little little deeper in the draft. I mean, excellent skill set, little small in size for the NFL, in my opinion. He's a speed guy. Um, but I don't see a team with the need for that particular type player in the top 15. Um, it's my my number one pick of the entire night is Ruggs over 13 and a half. Um, and I'm, you know, you said they're going to be the sites to take these personal guys down before the draft. So I've got to get my money in tonight because that is, that is one I'm taking and I'm laying large on it. Yeah, uh, Mitch, I, I don't know if uh, you've heard this. Uh, we were talking about this earlier before we brought you in, but uh, I found out today in Vegas, and I'm not sure if the local books and these offshore books, I imagine they'll run this all the way up to the draft, but in Vegas, I guess just for insider trading purposes, any bet that has a player's name in it, so like, uh, you know, not combination of players, but like if it's like, say, you know, Jerry Judy over 11 and a half or whatever that is, if it's got the player's name in it, a lot of Vegas books are pulling them down 24 hours. So we're talking about Wednesday night, pulling them down um, to prevent, I guess, some of the little insider trading that may go on. Uh, but that's something that uh, we definitely got to keep an eye on if we want to go ahead and get our bets in. Probably need to come sometime tomorrow morning. Sounds good. I appreciate the tip. I mean, I wouldn't know anything about any insider trading <laughs> that I can tell you right now. And I don't know what um, you guys are talking about this whole put your 401k on it because right now my 401k is shit right now with the whole uh, COVID-19 thing. Exactly. Well, mine's pull, coming back. Pull, pull it out and, and double it. So, Yeah, get it in the market, man. The real market. The real market. We'll, we'll have to dive into that on a, a later segment. I'm sure there's a, a couple of uh, hot tips you can give us on that one. Uh, Justin Jefferson, 21 and a half is his draft total. Hunter, where are you going with this one? Over under 21 and a half for Jefferson. Uh, just like I'm trending over on all my wide receivers, I'm going to go over Jefferson. I think he sticks around in the in the first round, um, but but I think he'll he'll fall further to to 30, 31. Um, I'm, I'm going over on Jefferson. I think you'll, you may see, uh, uh, a Denzel Mims or a T Higgins might, might slip up in there and surprise some people over, over Justin Jefferson. All right. Mitchell, what you think? 21 and a half too many. I'm going to have to go against Hunter on this one. I'm going to have to go under. Um, I really like Jefferson again. I love this wide receiver class. Uh, if he doesn't go in the first round, I will make a bet with Hunter, whatever he wants right now. If uh, Jordan Jefferson doesn't go in the first round, Hunter, you let me know what you want to put on it. I'm with you. I didn't say he's falling out of the first round. I think it's going to be after <laughs> 21 and a half, though. So if you want to put your money on that, I, 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 can, I, can, I can ante up for that. We'll talk after the show. We might get a gentleman's bet in, yeah. All right. Good old gentleman. And then we've got Alabama players. This is the last one we'll talk about. Alabama players over under five and a half. Mitchell, how many Alabama players do you see coming off the board in the first round? I'm I'm gonna have to go, and I'm, I've been looking at this one all day. And uh, you put you kind of put me on the spot. I didn't know you're gonna bring this one up. I'm gonna go under. Uh, I could see uh, Diggs uh, being the six, but I for this one I'm I'm gonna have to go under. All right, uh, Hunter, five and a half too many for the first round draft picks for the album Crimson Tide. 
Uh, yeah, I'm going to go under as well. Bama homer, love my guys. Uh, we'll have five in the first round, but we won't go over that. Yeah, I saw the uh, – I think this was interesting. I saw 15 and a half and 16 floating around for how many SEC players are going to be taking. Uh, that's nearly half the board in the first round. I thought that was kind of a, um, a very telling stat about the power in this conference. Oh, no doubt about it. I mean, it's going to have – uh, you know, one third of the entire draft's probably going to end up being SEC players uh, first round. Uh, you know, between Alabama and LSU, just those two teams alone, you could have 10 guys. So, you know, that's just a couple teams chipping in, you know, one, and they'll they'll surpass that, that 15, 16 mark easy. Right. Um, all right. Well, we've got a little uh, gentleman's challenge. It's going to be our first little gentleman's challenge of uh, this podcast that we're going to start doing uh, on a hopefully uh, weekly basis once we get into the fall. But before we get started with that, I want to tell you a little uh, quick message from one of our sponsors, ExpressBet. ExpressBet has a new feature called FirstBet. It's a handicapping product that allows you to go in and watch over 200,000 past races to identify horses with a winning pattern to help better select the best horse possible to win the race. Join ExpressBet today and start winning. Um, if you're a horse player like myself, it gives you a lot of great tools to go in there and sort of uh, help you predict who's going to win some of these crazy horse races. And right now, that's about the only thing you can bet on other than this draft coming up. All right, so what we've got on this uh, little gentleman's challenge for you boys tonight, you've both got $500 to spend. Um, we're going to uh, – we'll start off with uh, – Mitchell, we'll start off with your first bet, but you've got to give us three bets, and you've got to tell us how you're betting this $500. Now, you both knew about this ahead of time. Um, you can do it at uh, any offshore book as long as the bet's offered out there somewhere for any listener to get their bet down on this. Um, basically, give us your three best bets. We'll go one at a time with you guys. And uh, and then tell us how you're uh, how you're rearranging your money to spend on these five best I mean these three best bets kind of like a uh, hedge fund you want to spread it out spread your risk your portfolio out a little bit uh, trying to make the most profit for the people Mitch what's your first bet going to be on Tuesday Thursday my first bet is going to be my mortal lock of this podcast mortal lock and that is going to be. That is going to be the first wide receiver to be drafted. The best odds right now you can get on C.D. Lamb at minus 120 or Jerry Judy at even money. My money is on Jerry Judy, even money, first wide receiver off this board. All right. How much are you you going to wager out of that 500? I'm putting 300 of the 500 on this. This is my moral lock. Right, so 60% of his bankroll, folks, are going on Jerry Judy to be the first wide receiver off the board. All right, Hunter, what's going to be your first bet on Thursday night? Uh, it's, you know, just like we talked about earlier, he's taking Judy in the, the under. I'm taking Ruggs and the over. Um, Henry Ruggs over 13 and a half. You can also find that at even money. Um, I'm going uh, 300 to win 300 on that. Uh, so that's that's my big play. Rugs in the okay. over. Um, put 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 your house on it. All right, so we got a good size bet um, on a wide receiver, Jerry Judy, and uh, his Alabama Henry Rugs. Both $300 bets for our. Um, all right, so we're going on to the second bet, Hunter. 
Where are you putting uh, your money for your second bet? Uh, Justin Herbert, over five and a half. Um, Justin Herbert, over five and a half. That's going to be my second bet. I feel pretty confident in it. I'm going 110 to win 100. It's minus 110. The odds are the best I've seen around. Um, so I'm just laying 110 to win 100 on it. Justin Herbert, over five and a half. Book it. All right. Mitchell, what about you? Where's your, where are you going with your second bet? My second bet, I was torn between the top three picks being Burrow, Young, and Okuda at plus 125 and then i found okuda at the third overall pick at plus 130 we're going 125 to win 168.75 jeff okuda cornerback out of ohio state third overall pick plus okay. 130 and i've heard i've heard mixed feelings on this i've heard people saying that you know they don't think a corner is going to go that high but then i've also heard you know that looking in that third spot i believe it's uh it's detroit correct is that who's looking to get him yeah, you know, Detroit has some problems uh, defensively overall, but especially in the secondary. And I think that's why – unless uh, somebody comes in over the top with some, you know, just gargantuan uh, trade offer to Detroit, they're going to sit there, they're going to take Okuda, and they're going to try to lock down that secondary. I got you. All right, and then uh, – so you've got uh, 300 on uh, Jerry Judy. You've got uh... – 125 on this bet, and then your final bet, you've got 75 bucks to spend. Where are you going with that 75 bucks? $75. We're going against the grain. We're going to try to make a little money here. Small play. Try to chip up, make some money on this one. We're going the New York Giants with their first pick to take Isaiah Simmons out of Clemson at plus 375. Okay, plus three seventy-five. Okay, yeah, that'd definitely be interesting. Now, what's that? Now they're what does that pay out? Uh, three seventy-five. Uh, I have to do the math on that, but uh, you know, I imagine around around three hundred bucks at least for seventy-five bucks. Uh, two eighty-one twenty-five. Okay, I, I've got a calculator on my <laughs> smartphone. Uh, but no, I mean, everything's telling these guys to, to take an offensive lineman, um, to, to, to sure up the quarterback, uh, that they drafted, uh, last year. I I just, I just don't see it. I I think there's a guy like Isaiah Simmons on the board. He's the best overall guy at that position. Um, you know, during the draft, you just got to pull the trigger. There's, there's plenty enough offensive linemen in this draft for them to, uh, make, Make those picks later on. I think you've got to go Simmons here. Okay, taking a shot. I like it. Trying to make a little money. Obviously, you know, uh, you can do that with having uh, two bigger bets already on the board. If you hit those, you still are in the good and the profit. Um, all right, so we've got uh, ninety dollars left to spend for you, Hunter. Where are you going with that ninety dollars? Oh, uh, this one's a reach, guys. This one is is a super reach. Um, taking a shot. I, I'm also going to bet this myself. Um, outside of this little game uh second quarterback drafted at plus 3300 i'm taking joe burrow as the second quarterback drafted in the class uh wow. so yeah so 90 bucks that would pay out 2970 so super reach super reach i know he's projected number one every da, 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 but we live in a crazy world it is a crazy time 
I'm gonna go ahead and put my money where my crazy mouth is. Ninety bucks, Joe Burrow, second quarterback drafted, plus thirty three hundred. Um, if it hits, I'm a genius, right? Three, three, three grand off the top. That's where I'm putting my money. That'll clean sweep you out the room, Mitch. And uh, so, that's where it's at. <laughs> so are you are you just all in on saying that? I mean, that maybe there's a possibility that Tua gets drafted first. I'm going Tua gets drafted. I, I I don't know that he'll go number one. I think Chase Young will go number one. Um, I think someone's going to trade up and take Tua uh, at number two or number three. Um, pos- probably number two. Um, but this is and, this is for Burrow to be the second quarterback off the board, right? For you to win this bet. Right. Okay. Yes. Okay. Second quarterback drafted. So it could be drafted at number 10, drafted at number 20 if he's a second quarterback drafted. Um, that's 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 the bet. That's the play plus 3,300. Uh, long shot, but w- what are we doing, guys? We're gambling. We hadn't gambled on anything in a long time. So what am I going to do? I'm going to roll the damn dice. Let's go. Yeah. And you know, you know, Hunter, I, I, I don't hate it. I, I, I don't hate it one bit. Uh, I love what you're doing. Um, it is for fun. Um, and if you hit the, the first two, like Glenn said, you got money. Uh, so more power to you. Yeah. And I was thinking about this almost right before this show started and I wish I had to look this up, but I don't have the answer to this. Maybe you guys do. And if you don't, then we'll, we'll definitely look it up and have it for the next show. But, you know, we're always seeing, it's very common that the Heisman winner is like one of the top draft picks and, you know, off the board early. And a lot of times the quarterback is the first one to go. Um, so many times in the draft, the quarterback's the first one to go off the board. When is the last time that a Heisman Trophy quarterback has won the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. I mean, wow. if you think about it, a lot of these good quarterbacks are not Heisman Trophy winners, and a lot of them are not first, you know, the first pick off the board. So, you know, I could think of some that's played in it. Like, you know, I believe you know Cam Newton won the Heisman, and you know he's he's played in a Super Bowl, but. Um, you know, uh, I can't think of the last one that won the Heisman and, uh, you know, was one of the top draft picks and then went and won the Super Bowl. So I know a lot of these guys are going to terrible teams in the draft, obviously, and that's, that's part of it. Well, and, and I wish I still had the stat in front of me, but I read, um, from, from some, uh, some analysts this week, I want to say the stat was within the last 20 years, the last 20 Super Bowls, um, Half of those have had uh, first round quarterbacks, and the other half were were not. Right. So it's the the stat was something like okay, so fifty percent if you take a quarterback in the first round, we'll play in a Super Bowl. The other ones will not. Um, so that was I wish I could find that exact stat because it was it was pretty interesting. Yeah. So if I'm a GM, I, honestly, with the way you know this this league goes, I'm not looking to necessarily take. I mean, you got to go by your needs, but I'm not dying to get a quarterback or a running back for that matter. I think there's value in picking up somebody, you know, in the second, third, later on in the rounds. Yeah, I mean, you got to draft deep. Uh, you, you can't just just take uh, whatever you think is going is going to be able to make make or break your team in the first round. You you've got to have vision and and uh, draft deep. Know what you're doing. You got to have your guys scouting and and doing your uh, your player personnel people. Um, doing the right things and uh, evaluate the talents on the board. All right. And uh, Mitchell, you've got a bonus pick for us. But before you get that bonus pick, um, 
I tell you what a, another bonus is. A bonus is having good insurance. And uh, you need really good insurance. If you need it, you can call Alpha Insurance. You can call a local agent like myself in Prattville, Alabama for all your home, auto, and life insurance needs. Having a local agent that you know uh, matters when it comes to filing a claim. Choose one of the companies with the highest satisfaction rates in the business. Call Alpha today. All right, Mitchell, uh, getting to that bonus pick you got, what you got for us? Yeah, Clint, before I, before I leave, um, I just wanted to give this bonus pick out. Like Hunter said earlier, we are gambling. This is for fun. And I love the wide receiver class, and there is a bonus pick with some great value that I have. It's the first wide receivers off the board. I am taking – I'm putting $100 on this on myself. I'm, I'm taking Judy, CeeDee Lamb, and Jordan Jefferson at plus okay. 700. I love it. I love it. It's already dropped from eight fifty down to seven hundred. Obviously, I'm not a crazy person. I'm not they the only one that loves it. Those three go top three. No, just the first uh, three wide receivers off the board: Judy, Lamb, oh, Jefferson, okay. in that order. Okay, so they have to be in that order. Yes, okay. it has to be. Yeah, and that's at plus seven hundred. Yes. You said. Okay, that's plus seven hundred. All right. Yeah, there's a lot of value out there. You shop around, try to find you some. Um, there's a lot of uh, offshore books, and like I said, we probably know a local guy. You can get in contact with us if you need to get a book. But, yeah, uh, that definitely is uh, something with some value worth taking a little shot at. Um, and uh, that's probably about going to do it for us tonight. We'll, we'll get together next week and recap a little bit of the draft and see how you guys did on your, uh, your little challenge here. But um, either one of you got anything to add before we go? No, uh, I appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Look forward to the draft on Thursday and um, Hunter, trying to make some money. I'm having some te- technical difficulties. Uh, the feed's going in and out on this, so I didn't even hear your question. Yeah, I was just saying, you know, we're uh, it's going to be about it for us tonight. And uh, if you got anything else to add, otherwise we'll get back next week and recap the draft. Uh, no, man, it's exciting. We got uh, another day. Um, Thursday, seven o'clock. I've already got, uh, the wings, uh, picked up from the grocery store today, picked up some beer to go along with it. Um, I'm treating this like a game day. I'm going to get off work early. Uh, you know, what else do we got to look forward to? It's, it's, it's the draft. We're watching some of our, some of our favorite players, um, and we get some action. So, uh, I'm excited, ready to get this thing going and, uh, only a day, day and a half away. Hopefully we'll be talking next week about, um, about some of the the money that we we have won and some of the good picks that we that we talked about, uh, and uh, hopefully we'll be cashing some good tickets. Sounds good. All right, we'll pick back up next week on who's favorite.